Spoiler alert for the first game, Kratos killed... Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> what? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, no. Yeah, I think that's true. See, that's interesting because that's actually not... That was the, the whole point of the first game. Yeah. The 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 vibe the atmosphere is very weird here. All right, y'all y'all have convinced me. I'll grab it. Great. Uh, oh, that's cool. If it's on sale, I'll grab it. Now. What is happening? It is season eight, episode twelve of the whales <laughs> no, or it's not whales 12, man pod thirteen. <laughs> we. Ch- we just talked about it. <laughs> the episode thir- I'm sorry guys. I'm 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 having a really off night. I, I just, can't tell I, if this is a bit. <laughs> I just uh, I got into a really bad argument with my best friend today. Oh, oh who, who was that? Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> oh? And we're having a real falling out. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Cuz I'm I'm trying to finish his new video game. <laughs> yeah. And how's that going? It's not going great. Oh no, Cameron, my friend, welcome to the. Thank to the you podcast. for welcoming me to the thirteenth episode of the podcast. <laughs> yes, um, you're welcome. Whales or whales, episode thirteen of season eight. <laughs> Brian, welcome to the show. Hi. Um, sorry about your Sonic. Yeah, hey, that's okay. a bummer. That's a bummer, man. I know. Wow, how you want to talk about it? You guys are. I mean, I was just. I just got off the phone to Sonic about it, and he's really broken up. <laughs> uh, Wait, so why are you talking to? Not, why are you talking kinda, to Sonic? I know I'm friends of both of them. It's the weird intermediary it's a weird. thing. They, it's they a both call weird. me. Yeah, sometimes kind of has to. I'm talking to one, and the other call comes through while I'm talking to one, and I'm like, "How do I handle this situation?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've changed my text tone from the ring ding. Yeah, uh, and I've so, actually moved it to the Mario call. I was oh. gonna say the same thing. That's very mm-hmm. smart. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, he, he made this big new video game and Cameron, I'm, I, I really want you to play this game because I think it might be your least favorite game of all time. (laughs) That seems impossible. I hate a lot of games a lot. (laughs) Okay. I think it, I think it will trigger your almost irrational, uh, sort of a vehemence. Yeah, because of what it is attempting to do, which is ape Breath of the Wild in highly specific ways over and over again with almost no understanding of why those mechanics uh, were meaningful in the first place. That is a particular problem I have, a very specific problem I have. So when was okay? So when was the last time you and Sonic dated? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you were kind of doing like a. It? And Cameron you're, just made you're clinging to uh, the metaphor desperately. <laughs> well, it's a good metaphor. Text, text what was right the last there? time, Stephen? No, it is true. It's been on 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 and off kind of thing for yeah. like twenty years. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, actually, it's it, it's kind of an interesting thing. The new Sonic game, Sonic Frontiers, came out. You know, I don't know, a month ago or something. Um. And I think it's been like a week, my dude. <laughs> No, I'm not. It's going to be something between those two things, so I'm not going to bother looking it up. Oh, he is release date now because I'm now I'm losing my mind. November eighth. Oh my god, it's been three weeks. Okay, okay. Time is several weeks broken and awful. Anyways, make continue, please. Mm -hmm. Well, during the pre-release phase, I was, um, I don't know. I was convinced that this game would be one of the worst Sonic games ever created. Mm. I was 
it just seems uh, uh, Brian and I have used the same term repeatedly when discussing this game of creatively bankrupt. <laughs> it does mm-hmm. not seem to know what it is. Mm. Um, and it's just, you know, those early previews being kind of a joke because they look so bad. Um, and I will but, say, uh, as an outside perspective from this whole thing, mm-hmm. I also thought that <laughs> this wasn't yeah. just a. You know, like a Sonic fan sees the sees the sees the issues. The, the game looked really bad, like up until uh, yeah. three weeks before release, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you pile this on top of the fact that, like, the last couple of games that this developers made, Sonic Team, um, have not been good. What was even, even the last one? I think that was Sonic Forces. Oh no. Yeah, which we all played together when you came to visit we us did. here. And then before that, it was Sonic Lost World, I believe, which is also not good. Wait, so. that feels like forever ago, too. That one Did they really like take that long ago. between games? Yeah. Oh. Well, they, they padded out the resume with, with Western developers. They had Sonic Boom, and they had Sonic Mania, which is great. Um, oh, but, yeah. yeah, the last, like, fun Sonic Team game was generations when we were recording disembodied voices together. oh my god so, oh mm-hmm. no <laughs> so i booted up this game and well now hold on let me ask one more thing before you talk about the actual game yeah i know okay. in the last like week leading up to the game there was this little itty bitty fire lit hmm. in the internet of like wait a second because more stuff started to come out and it and it it, it kind of you began we began to know what it was a little more and it, it was kind of like well, wait a second. Maybe this could be a there good... I even talked to Brian. I was like, I, people are saying... People, it leaked, I think, a couple days earlier. People, people are saying it's actually decent. And so did you get? Did you catch up in any of that? Or were you still like, this is the world's worst game guaranteed? So um, I kind of... I was going to say, I was sort of on blackout at that point. Not okay. listening to, to... But honestly, like, I'm just generally on media blackout. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I don't know how much that applied, but... No, I hadn't really heard people talking about it, but I had been watching some of the trailers and had similar thoughts where I'm like, okay, this doesn't look that bad. Um, <laughs> right. Kind okay. of. Maybe, maybe. So by the time I played it, I was just on fire with curiosity. Because, yeah, me too, actually. Uh, I know everything about Sonic. I played all the games. What's his real then, first name? His real first name is Hubert. <laughs> That's Nobody's actually not true. It. <laughs> it's Ogilvy. Wait, is there, is there a real answer? Ogilvy. Is that from a Sonic comic? Uh-huh. Yep. Wait, his real first name is Ogilby? Ogilby, yeah. Is Sonic it, has been dishonest me with me in our Ogle, relationship. Is it Ogilby the Hedgehog, or is it Ogilby Sonic? Like, I don't know. I don't even know how to spell that, so I don't know how to okay. Google it. Ogilby. Wait, how do you know to pronounce it but not spell it if it's in a comic? Because I've, I've heard it said okay. rather than Ogilby the Hedgehog. Sounds like some hearsay. Yeah, I don't think this is true. Yeah, I believe it if it's in a comic. <laughs> uh, anyways, continue, Stephen. All right. Well, so I, I, I was super curious, so I played the game. I pre-ordered it because I said, this looks like the worst game ever. I'm going to pay $60 this for is, it ahead This of is time. the person who bought Sonic 2006 twice. Twice. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, I we just have learned you. nothing over 15 years. Well... I think what we've learned, we've learned to be, okay, we still spend our money poorly, mm. but we manage our expectations <laughs> yeah, in a much definitely. more healthy sure. manner. I think yeah. at this point, you guys have to pre-order a Sonic team Sonic yeah. game. Well, yeah. the thing is, we skipped the last couple of them. That's true. Or at least the last forces we did, 
you had to buy that for me. <laughs> I don't know so. how we knew Forces would be so bad. Like, we weren't even excited know, about just, it at all. Forces was it looked very like, uninteresting. On the scale of Sonic games, Forces seemed to be the more, like, media, like, like, yeah, it's, it's fine. It was a Sonic yeah, game. It's fine. It didn't really like, do anything new. Right. It didn't yeah. do anything new, but it didn't do anything bad. Yeah. Like, it's just, bleh. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you have the other side of the scale, which is Generations, which is the good side. And then you have yeah. the 06, which is the really bad side. So, yeah. Forces yeah. was just mm-hmm. kind of boring. But yes, Frontiers was definitely doing something. Well, I'm not going to say new. I'm going to say <laughs> doing something that Sonic hadn't done before, but maybe other popular characters had. <laughs> right. <laughs> Potentially. Well, I mean, that's kind of it. Like a, a boring Sonic game like Sonic Forces or Lost World. I just I don't know what to do with that. Like, sure. A a swing for the fences overly ambitious mess of a sonic game i'll definitely come you know sign me up for that i'll come in for that so so that's actually um, that's interesting because that's not what this new one is to you well Mm. i didn't know when i was playing it is the thing i'm like this looks like an over ambitious mess so i want to try it Mm -hmm. um and I started it, and I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> this is some rough frame rate right out of the gate. Okay. Um, but then I just like, found I started doing some combat. I started running around a little bit. I started getting into the flow. And, like, minute by minute, I played it for a couple of hours. By the end of the night, I was staring at the screen, just sort of with this goofy smile on my face, just thinking to myself, this is fun. Okay. What? What? <laughs> this is this is fun. And um well, the bloom is off the rose, <laughs> I think at this point. 30 hours in or however long I played this game. Whoa. But, uh, it's it's too it long. It took but... me I think 17 to finish it. Okay, I'm, I maybe am over exaggerating. I'm just saying hours. as a as a point of reference, you're probably not 30 hours in. Yes, it feels like 30 hours, but um, there's a lot that we could talk about with this very interesting video game. I won't fill up the whole episode. Uh, sort of rambling I don't know, about you're it, hosting. If you want to make it all about Sonic the Hedgehog, that would be fitting. Is this, this is the Sonic Frontier. Well, episode. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely push against that a little bit. <laughs> However, you still haven't told me if you liked it or not. Yes, well, that's the point that I took 10 minutes to get to. Um, which is no single component of this game is good enough. Nothing. The uh-huh. combat isn't good enough. The animation isn't good enough. The action levels where you play little mini Sonic the Hedgehog stages are definitely not good enough. Music's not good enough. The music is the most Sonic, the most disappointing Sonic soundtrack. Ooh, I've ooh. In a long, long time. Uh, that makes me sad because the one song I've heard, I actually really loved. Oh, one of the boss songs? Yeah, Brian, you Brian sent me one of the metal boss songs, and it was amazing. I, yeah. I, It's not my cup of tea. I actively dislike that. Well, um, I actively dislike you, so it's fine. But And I actively... <laughs> we're not going to scale this up. Oh, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> well, it's okay, but the thing is, the boss music is like that. The rest of the music from the game is very different. When you're oh, running around shoot. in the overworld, it's sort of ambient, Breath of the wild kind of I was of about stuff. to say, piano-y kind of like yes. Breath of the Wild. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, great. And when you're in the levels, it's pretty much just like 90s 
dance EDM. Oh. Uh, and it's not Sonic has done that before. That isn't a new thing for Sonic. It's kind of like Sonic Forces, but less Yeah, it's a lot dynamic. like Sonic Forces. Okay, okay. Um, which I wasn't a big fan of. So, yep. but anyway, no component of this game uh, is polished. But here's where they really, where they really get me. The microtransactions. The, yeah, <laughs> I've spent seventy nine dollars making my Sonic taller and those, cooler. Those in game <laughs> pachinko machines are just so addictive. Wait, wait, wait! I mean, this isn't Konami, guys. Come on, give them some credit. You're right; they'd um, be pinball machines. Yeah, exactly. Pin, <laughs> obviously. Yes. And there is a pinball machine. In of game, course, so. there is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the core running around the controls for Sonic the Hedgehog. Just zipping around that open world with this blue light trail flying behind you as as you level up and get faster, absolutely like manic speeds. Like there is no mm-hmm. open world game that lets you go from to zero to a hundred like this game. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's really fun to jump off the springs and hit grind rails and like it's fun. It's yeah. really fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh it's just not enough for a whole game and they throw constant frustrations in in the path but mm-hmm. um i don't know i'm proud of them for like making it fun to run around a sonic so i yeah. you know and the I end that was the big thing that surprised me is the um controlling sonic feels better than the majority of 3d sonics have felt and that and that's that i really did big. not expect from the early footage of that game it looked Mm -hmm. really bad yeah Um, but it is much closer to a generations than a sonic 06 on that scale of controlling sonic Mm -hmm. so in that sense i was very pleasantly surprised and i i only got a better opinion of the controls as the game went on um so i would say that was good Mm -hmm. yeah and um it's in the upper tier of 3d sonic games i'd say it's in the top 50 percent for sure it's not a high bar, um, no. no. But it's a. It, but it's. I mean, the bottom fifty percent are almost all broken, like right. actually broken. Yeah. So. so that's. I was actually okay. I always flash back to that fan Sonic game that we played. I don't know. It's been five years at this point, or whatever. That open world one where you literally just ran around and Utopia? jumped off of things. Yeah, that's yeah. it. The one that Steven got sucked yeah. into for like seven hours one night or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I was like that do that but make a game out of it and yeah. it sounds like they did that but then didn't make a game out of it <laughs> yeah, they made a right. game where you can it's fun to maneuver but nothing else yeah and i, I think i think that. that's where we come back to you know these sort of um uh we come back to where this conversation began and how we're not on speaking terms mm-hmm. me and mm-hmm. olimar or whatever his real name is <laughs> <Ogilvy>. <laughs> but um Going into it with rock bottom expectations, I was so pleasantly surprised, and I just had a grand time for that first night. Problem with that is then I got invested again. <laughs> so then, mm-hmm. with all of the things that they messed up on, it made me frustrated all over again. So you're totally yeah. right, Cameron. Like this it's should funny. essentially be my dream game of what I want a Sonic yeah. title to be. Yeah, it's funny, Stephen. I think you and I had completely inverse experiences with this game. I didn't like it. And I actually had more and more positive feelings the more I played it. You had the opposite experience. And I think we ended at about the same place. Yeah. It's really funny because you started playing it. You're like, this is really great. And I started playing it. And I'm like, this is fine. 
Um, and mm-hmm. then I went up to saying, oh, this is actually kind of cool, but still fine. And you went down to saying, this is actually kind of cool, but just fine. Yeah, so it was a really funny <laughs> experience. You ended sense. in the same spot eventually. But I think I yeah. ended up having a more positive experience coming out of it because I had a line going up while you had a line going down. Yes, yes. So I look um, back on it more fondly than you, I think. Definitely. I, I look I look back on that first level the mm-hmm. most fondly, I think. But yeah, I get um, that. Still, it's been very interesting. I went fishing with Big the Cat. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, good. I learned about the origin of chaos <laughs> itself. That's never been something you've learned before? No. Weirdly, no. At least Whoa. I think that's what we're learning. We, we found out that some of the <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog comic book writers no, You are learning did. where where the Chaos Emeralds came from. So yeah. that has never been explained in the games before. So yeah, yes. it's new stuff. Yeah, huh. so it's been, a, an, it's been a roller coaster. It's all good, or as yeah. all sonic games should be whether they're good or not i will say but, the, the yeah. thing that is so funny to me about that game is it has how best to put this it is like someone who has not played video games looks at video games and says oh these are all the popular things people are doing let and, and a 12 year old modded them all into their game <laughs> <laughs> it's like they don't understand how currency systems okay. in open world games work. They just kind of shove them in there. It's like mm-hmm. they looked at all of the open world games that have come out over the last 10 years and just in with childlike enthusiasm stuffed them all in without balancing or understanding any of them. It's the most hilarious like setup. It's 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 very weird. So mm-hmm. I'm curious to both you guys. I don't know if you've been keeping up with the news around this game. I just keep up with all game news, and so I, mm-hmm. I've I've heard this that not only did they announce did the did the director of this game announce and say like, listen, we're listening to all your feedback, like actively listening and and, and are ready to change the current game and also any games going forward. Mm-hmm. But today they revealed a roadmap for Sonic Frontiers, which includes a new character. And new maps and new levels and new modes. Really? They're doing DLC. Yeah. Um, does is this all stuff you've heard before? Or is that is this a kind of a little bit of a new turn for the That's super weird for Sonic like they're kind of going live servicey with it, which would also I don't know if it's even live service. It's all free, by the way. Um literally every bit of it is I just said it was free. But it's more it's yeah, I guess it's a little live servicey, but it's more it sounds more to me like they're gonna fix the the problems the game has, and then add uh, DLC. Oh, I. Where did they say they were going to fix the problems? I didn't hear that. In what you said. <laughs> well, no. The uh, well, yeah. The the a couple of weeks ago, the director yeah. said, "We hear all your complaints and your problems, uh, and moving forward, we're going to fix them." Oh, that now that that is a first. There has never been a broken Sonic game that was made unbroken except by the fans. So that oh, would be right. interesting. I mean, yes, the, no, that was that was though, something he Sonic said. Sonic game yes. with patches. That's so interesting. Like, yeah, I've never seen what Sonic team could do with the ability to work on something after their horrible yeah. headline. <laughs> so, yeah, that'd be really fascinating. Yeah, yeah that well, that was what like, I that was what I noticed, too, was very yeah. interesting. Yeah, because it's a good idea. They got the core yeah. of the game. Uh, I don't know. They, they got that right or at least close mm. to right. But um, <laughs> from my experience, the Sonic modding community is so extensive and talented i am 
100% sure they'll do a better job at fixing this game than than Sonic Team can. Um, So that's what I'm going to... I am really curious Uh to see what the mods do with it in a year or two. Yeah, definitely. Um, It is interesting. They have pretty much said that Sonic games going forward are going to be this open zone design. So not going anywhere um, for probably at least another five to ten years. Maybe for once ever, they can take what they've created and improve (laughs) on it. With right. they're gonna of, reboot of, it they're gonna reboot it you're after, right it'll be a werehog one. next yeah. time again you know <laughs> so i mean yeah they need to just stick with one thing and and and, and improve iterate. On it. iterate iterate that's that's the whole reason iteration is like what people yeah. do is yeah. you you build a first thing it sucks and you build it again better yeah um so i'm actually again i'm i'm looking at all this from the outside but yeah. even to an outsider that the one announcement i just sent you and then the previous one where he's like we're listening to your feedback to me even yeah. was like whoa that seems new for sonic team interesting yeah no that is that does feel very new to me i can't think of a game where they did that at all so yeah um yeah well i interestingly enough also have been on the rocks with an old friend um Mm. Uh oh cameron we we weren't going to talk about this publicly (laughs) no 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 i think it's time to air the dirty laundry brian i think it's time all right the new God of War sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Th- now, I am going to give you the platform here, Cameron, but I need mm. to set this up with something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My reaction knock, knock. to the... <laughs> Who's there? <laughs> Sorry. Ragnarok Rock. <laughs> Ragnarok Rock who? Uh, okay. You don't have a joke. Sorry. Boy. No, I was um, just... Yeah. Boy, that's the punchline. Boy. <laughs> that's all I could think of. Um, so, this game came out. I saw it on Metacritic. It, did. it, it got, sure like, did come out. Yeah. Every single time I've heard a human talk about it, and I mean every time, mm. it has been sort of middling disappointment. Mm. So yeah. lead us into the story, Cameron. And this... it's a lot of like people being like, no, it's 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 okay. I mean, I, I played it for 80 hours and got the platinum. I just <laughs> I don't know. There's just this malaise around it that's fascinating. Yeah, I will start off by saying this is one of the first times in the 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 vibe the atmosphere is very weird here, mm. um, because I've never felt so gaslighted mm. or gaslit by yeah. everybody. Um, to 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 back even farther though, this I love the first game to death. It's really good, and I I actually multiple times thought I was being gaslit so hard into believing that the first one was bad. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, mm-hmm. the, I guess the first one was just as bad, wasn't it? And then I, was, I had to think about it. I was like, no, yeah. no it wasn't. Just, it, wasn't. So it was great. I, I loved I the wanna, first game. I don't want to slow things down here too much, but can you, what what, it, what does gaslight mean to you? It's a word that I've heard a lot recently. And I'm curious. Everybody, everybody making you believe something is true. So like if everybody right. was going, oh my God, God of War is the best game ever. And I'm like, yeah, oh, I guess does it, it imply is. Yeah. The other people are lying or is it more of a peer pressure kind of thing? Both. Both. Okay, so you're saying I think you're saying you think other people actually think another thing, but are pretending to to say this thing to me. I you think everybody it. is gaslighting themselves. Oh, I think okay, so it's a mass like, psychosis at this point. Yes, mass I denial. Hundred percent believe that is happening. I think every okay. single person is like, oh, it's a God of War yeah. Ragnarok. It's a ninety-five percent out of hundred game, even though it's probably That's more the like feeling 65. I got from from the main person I know who's played it. He, mm. There's this sense from where it's like people ask him, so, so do you actually like this game? It's like, I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, it's God of War. Of course I like it. It's mm. it's great. It's just problem, 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 problem. It's like... Yep. I, and the exactly first one the wasn't that. Yeah. 
The first one was genuinely good, and the writing yeah. was genuinely good, and it, it had problems. It wasn't perfect, yeah. Um, but it was good. And then, and then, even at the announcement of this game, of Ragnarok, I was like, something about it, something about it was like, yeah. I hmm, huh? Okay. Yeah. And then it, it was announced that Corey Barlog was not going to direct it. The guy who directed God of War one, two, and the the reboot. Okay. Like the the passion behind God of War, if you ask me, he was he's mm. not involved anymore, mm. and I'm like okay, um. But again, the reviews were coming out, hundred percent, hundred percent, five out of five, ten out of ten. Yeah. And I was like, all right, it's God of War. We're gonna. I love that game. I'm just gonna buy it on launch. Seventy dollars. <laughs> and <laughs> and from the second the game started, I was like, mm -mm, nope, nope. This is bad. This is bad. From this from the first word. That was spoken. I was like, "Was it boy?" I don't remember what it was. It okay. was not boy. Okay. Um, Kratos actually graduated from calling Atreus boy, which is kind of nice. Oh, good. Um, Teen. <laughs> son actually is what it is. Oh, okay. Um, it from the moment the game started, I just was like, "Yep, nope, something so, is wrong here." Is this like a direct-to-video Disney sequel kind of feel? Yes. It's it's like it's like if every single portion of the game yeah. cost a, of the first game cost a million dollars every voice whatever just as a stupid example yeah. it's yeah. like the sequel every section of the game costs two hundred fifty thousand it's like yeah. everything was everything was on a budget or something mm -hmm. the the voice acting wasn't as good the art direction wasn't as good the combat was cut down the level design was awful every there was a point I literally was timing it. There was a point in the first third of the game where, you know, it, you know, the loading screen, the hiders where you crawl through a crack or you move yeah. the rocks to, yeah. so, to hide a loading screen. Mm -hmm. Literally three in 30 seconds of walking. <laughs> oh, and no. I'm not okay, exaggerating. Enough. And it was like that through the whole game. And, you know, the first three hours, I'm going, well, okay, it was, this, is, no, this is great. I just spent $70. It has to be good. Yep. The next three hours, I was like, well, maybe the first game was bad. Maybe mm, maybe this game mm -hmm. is the same as the first game. Maybe I'm wrong. The next three hours are like, no, 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 no. This is actively bad. The first game was good. Everybody else is wrong. And that's yeah. where I landed. The game okay. is solidly in like the, I would give it like a 60. I'd give it like a 60. Yeah. It, hey, that's about has... what I give Sonic Frontiers. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> there is... <laughs> Just the writing is atrocious. Characters will do things on a whim, change their mind again on a whim, act completely oh, out of character like all the time. Like, literally, here, I'll, I'll give you a, a fairly non-spoilery example. Atreus is like, I want to go see Odin. And, and Kratos is like, boy, you will not go see Odin. Blah. Yeah. And then Atreus, literally five minutes later, is like, you know what? Maybe I don't want to go see Odin. And then Kratos is like, no, boy, you have to make a choice. Go see Odin. And it's like, I'm not a kid. I'm not even exaggerating. Within like ten minutes, both of them said the opposite things of that, and I was like, "This is horrible that... writing. What is happening?" The, to, to me, that feels like a very authentic father-son conversation. <laughs> <laughs> like it replaced what? Odin yeah. with Halloween trick-or-treating. Like you said that... you were going to go. Now you have to go. We already came all the way out here. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I, I'm mostly joking. And I'm also uh, aghast and appalled because that was exactly what frustrated me about the first game. Yeah, um, it was interesting. There was a moment where suddenly um, Atreus just changed. 
his personality changed. Okay, that and, when he got all surly all of a sudden. Yeah. Right, right, and that I I didn't like that moment. Okay, I also didn't like the uh the um sort of overindulgence on like leveling up systems. And, yeah, okay, I'll uh, get there. I'll hold on. The I'll get there. Game. I'll get and, there. And, well, I guess just it sounds like the second game is is not fixing these problems, but doubling down on them. Okay, so I wouldn't actually say Atreus turning all grumpy and evil in the first game was a problem. Yes, it maybe ha- happened too abruptly, but mm-hmm. in a story that is very... Well, a story that's one camera shot, like, how do you convey time that's, to give him a chance to become yeah. grumpy? Um, mm-hmm. The fact that he got grumpy was was a cool story beat because it was like he was becoming rebellious because Lindy was a god, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I agree with you that it happened too abruptly. But imagine yeah. that 50 times throughout the whole story. Yeah, and, that and sounds th- real and, bad. And every character does it, literally. Like, I don't... Spoiler alert for the first game. You know how you k- literally kill Freya's son in the first game? Mm, I remember that. Mm. Yeah. Remember how she was so mad and she was like, and I will burn your whole universe, Kratos. Remember that? That was the whole point yeah. of the first game. Mm. You know, I guess I should ask. Do you guys care about some spoilers for the second game? I don't. Game? I was going to watch the cutscenes until I got bored. Yeah, Steven? Uh, no. No, go ahead. The first scene, well, one of the like the second scene in, in the new game is like is Freya just going after Kratos and Atreus, trying to kill him. Blah 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 blah. That's cool. And yeah, super cool. It was actually one of the better cutscenes. There's a few really standout cutscenes. Halfway yeah. through the game, Atreus is like, "I want to go see Freya, and I'm gonna visit Freya." And she's like, "How dare you visit me?" And Atreus is like, "But," bah. and she's like, "All right, I forgive you." <laughs> and I'm not Uh-oh. really even kidding. Oh like, no. She convinced they convince her that actually no they are they are all in this together to kill Odin, and mm. we can be friends and like that that, mm, that that seems unsatisfying to me because she was beyond reason in that first yeah game. yeah that Which, was the whole point uh, is that the real villain was just the it wasn't actually like that the mother's love was so strong and so just uh well godlike at that point that was like the true villain of that game you, yeah you can't just easily go back on that. At, yeah, well, yeah, Kratos but, did the ultimate sin. He yeah. killed someone's child. Just assuming and, that, you know, it would kind of be okay, like we can figure this right. out. Right. Yeah. And the fact that Freya even ever spoke to us, and, you know, I say us, Atreus mm-hmm. and Kratos, in a nice way is one thing, but the fact that she's literally like, I guess I can forgive you because we have to fight Odin. Mm-hmm. And then and then immediately turns into the snappy, quirky, yeah. you know, like Marvel oh, speak. No. Oh, no. Oh, that's all over the place. Oh, um, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah is just unbelievable they ruined freya and i thought freya was a cool character one of the few one of the one of the very few insane mothers who you actually a little sympathize with in storytelling she was an awesome character totally ruined in ragnarok um yeah and then yes to talk to your other point steven mechanically the menu system is so disgusting and there's so many upgrades that don't matter i know and it's just all over the place i was able to defend the first game to you because you came to me with the same complaint you were like mm-hmm. oh there's too many upgrades and I, I was like yeah i know but just like kind of learn the systems and figure it out and you're and you like yeah. okay and you did and it was worked out this one is mm-hmm. unpenetrable impenetrable yeah. it's just layer after layer after layer of useless trash yeah. that you that you have to go out of your way yeah. it, another loading screen you know crack crawl to open yeah. a chest to get a googly bob that you stick on your hammer yeah. or whatever it's just filled to the brim of so, trash. Uh, I have a slightly broader thing. Do you have more stuff you want to say about this game specifically, Cameron? Just that I'm really sad 
Yeah. Um, I'm I loved the first game, and yeah. this was and oh yeah, and it's very weird how much praise it's getting. That yeah. game does not deserve a ninety-five. That's insanity. Yeah. That's I can see. I can I can I can understand why Elden Ring got a yeah. ninety-five or ninety-six. That game makes perfect sense. There is no parallel universe where God of War Ragnarok should be allowed to have that high of a score. It's yeah. crazy to me. It feels like the ultimate score inflation because of a big thing. Yeah. That, I, I and games are really it. bad about that. We talked about that, Cameron. We're like, movies, Marvel movies get 70s or high yeah. 60s. Yeah. And of, that makes sense. But games, if you do something at that budget level, you're just gonna get 95s if they're not broken and 90s yeah. and yeah or at worst high 80s kind of like a weird and, thing and developers like structure their pay bonuses based on it like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's and they design their games around getting high metacritic it's it's really weird it's um, very odd yes but the, the broader thing i was going to go on to is do you feel like at this point you know we've we've all been playing and talking about video games for a very long time do you feel at this point you've pretty much given up on AAA games being something that's really for you? Because I um, I feel that way. Yeah, it does not shock me that you feel that way. Yeah. Um, I, think I think they might be more for Cameron than for you. Yeah, yeah, but I, I've been leading I feel that like way for a while. You have an incredibly low hit rate on them as well at this point. It's been a bad year for AAA games. Um, Horizon, yeah. whatever the hell it was called, was. <sighs> Why did that game get nineties as well? Oh my god! Right. Right. That game deserved like 80s at least. That yeah. game wasn't like actually bad. It was just right. so mediocre. Um, I'm trying to even think of a AAA game I played this year and I loved. Mm-hmm. Was I don't even know what came out this year. I don't even know what year it is. <laughs> well, I just mean even in the last like, you know, we'll say since the original God of War, the last three or four years, I'm trying to think of big AAA stuff you've loved. We're not going to count Death Stranding well, because that's just an indie game that got a AAA budget. It's kind of a AAA game. No, um, it's Kojima. He's never been... <laughs> Uh, tw- uh, Breath of the Wild. I'm not counting um, Nintendo either. Oh, well, what the crap? Well, no, no. Hideo and Nintendo are I like. I mean, admittedly, inc- you know, if you if you hold up a copy of Breath of the Wild against you know God of War, Horizon, GTA, it's a different thing. And I can't <laughs> like, count Nintendo because, of course, I love their games. So my whole disillusionment with AAA would fall apart as well if I counted them. Okay. Um. Well, okay, so last year was Resident Evil Village. The ones I played mm. were, were Deathloop, Resident Evil Village, and, yeah. like, okay. Halo Infinite. Um, okay. Did, Did you like those? Deathloop was bad. Yeah. Halo Infinite was fine. Resident Evil yeah. Village was good. Yeah. Um, That was last year. Was it 2020? Yeah. Cyberpunk? Oh, I love Cyberpunk. There you go. Cyberpunk there was amazing. Um, yeah. Doom Eternal was pretty bad. New Horizons. That's Nintendo. Um. So, okay, but to answer your question, I particularly like AAA games because they offer me, they usually offer me what I want, which is mm-hmm. a high-quality, st- oh, Last of Us 2, um, a high-quality story. Right. Because, you know, as we've discussed, I like a really good game feel and story, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. usually, what you get in a AAA game is really good game feel and a good story, because that's kind okay. of where polish comes from like when you mm-hmm. polish a game and have tons and tons of money to throw out a game you usually get better writing better actors and you're you work on your gameplay a lot kind of that is I the mean, current trend yeah for sure yeah 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 and so usually that's where i end up i end up it's bad liking 
Triple A Games, oh it's, God, ben. it's Ben. Hey, it's Go God, it's Ben. <laughs> it Are you is. recording, Ben? I am. I uh, of course. I'm a professional. We're all professionals. No, you're here. not. None of us are. Who gets paid for this? <laughs> no, I think I think it's about hours put in. Yeah, for no, no. <laughs> we have oh. our ten thousand hours. That's for okay. <laughs> absolutely. Ben, we're talking about Triple A Games. You like them? Uh, I realized it fairly recently that the last time I played a Triple A, it's been a long time since I played a Triple A game. Because I don't, I don't do first person shooters. Like I think Skyrim might have been one of the last. Because like even Hades what? isn't. We consider... count Xenoblade as AAA? Xenoblade. Oh, I guess I did. I, I yeah, I've I've put the intro hours into Xenoblade three, um, and two and one. Right. No, but I I was trying to think of the last like the last one I actually sat through and played all the way through. But yeah, I tend oh, okay. I tend to stray away from them, especially with the EAs of the world and like the Epic Game Stores, like the people who are just doing you know capitalistic things. Like mm, I just and I have bad news. Oh no, <laughs> that's a lot of the games industry. <laughs> yeah, but like I just have no desire to give them my attention, yeah, right? Because like you vote you vote both with your dollars and attention, and so when mm. it comes to third thir- uh, AAA games, like I just love playing and and games. I don't know the style of indie games. Like I don't know, it, like I like yeah. indie games so so much, and they have consistently outranked the like I would have loved to have played uh, Battlefront whenever it came out but it was a loot box disaster i barely yep. i i the only reason i play um overwatch or any other game like that is for people and i refuse yeah. to spend money on it right like i don't know yeah so yeah that yeah. my my hot wow. take my you, hot take is i don't like capitalism and what capitalism you came in a hot like, ready to podcast there oh, yeah, that was absolutely. impressive yeah, you were able to that. fit capitalism in right? <laughs> <laughs> your first answer <laughs> I, apologize. No, I think that was within 30 seconds. Yeah. Very, um, very impressive. We new were just record. talking to Cameron because he hated the new God of War. Um, oh, really? And so I was okay. curious because yeah. Stephen and see, I have become... See, Ben, you even thought that it was a good game, right? Because everyone said it's a good game, right? I, 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 I Yes, I thought that it would have been at least playable and not, um, what is it, predatory. Yeah, like well, I, it is that. It is actually that. Yes, <laughs> okay. it's not predatory. It's a single game you buy and you play and you're done with it. Um, it's just yeah. bad, and every the whole world is gaslighting me into believing it's good, and so it's did not. You, did you like the God of War 2018? Yes, very much so. Okay, and how do you feel like they changed it, or have you guys already discussed this? We had discussed all that, but very quickly, yeah. everything about it. It feels like a direct to DVD Disney movie. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that is that is dude, quite the hot take. It. 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 I need a bleep button. It sucks. It's awful. <laughs> did you did you finish it? Yeah. I paid seventy dollars for it. Of course I'm gonna finish it. How many hours did you put ah. into it? Two, Fifteen. Did you get physical or digital? Digital. That's why you should always go physical. I was being <laughs> impatient. You, you and me are both sitting here just grousing about how we're playing these giant games we paid. 60 and Steven bought physicals, so we can sell that copy. I was being impatient. <laughs> which game? Which game did Steven? We should do that. <sighs> which game did, what, did Steven it? get? Yeah, we have it on PC. Yeah, you're right. Sweet. You, what, you can't sell. What are, you, what are you guys talking about? You can't sell it on PC. No, we, I'm saying we have it on PC, so sell we, it on we Xbox. We bought it twice. <laughs> Why do we keep doing this? Oh, you bought it on Xbox and PC? Brian yeah. bought it on PC so we could play it on Steam Deck. Oh, well, I am because you're going to want to mod it. So I and I'm, yeah, I'm going to mod it. it in the future. What, you what guys game are, are we talking silly. about? Oh, sorry. This is Sonic Frontiers, the new Sonic game. Oh, and, and how do you feel about it? Oh, well, gosh. We ben, about you it for really need to listen to this podcast. <laughs> you know, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry. Just listen to it when it comes out, and all of your questions you, will be answered. What is the what is the thing we used to do on Disney Five Voices? word review. Five word reviews. Yeah. Um, uh, 
Cameron, think of yours for God of War. It's yep. not good enough yet, is my five. Oh, do you, do you think that modding it, like, if they do, are they going to allow modding? Is that a thing that, like, is in the. Oh, Ben. Sonic the, games. The modding scene for Sonic games is. is Sega is not Nintendo. We'll okay. put it so, that way. Cool. cool. Well, that's it's, super it's exciting. Fully open to modding. And I just want to mention that um, I played a Sonic fan game that is based around, like, the Sonic Generation style of games um earlier this year and it is legitimately the best sonic game ever created okay it is more polished and feels like a better fuller game than anything sonic team has ever made oh wow so they're pretty good over at those modding teams okay cool because like i played i played a game it was an indie game on the switch that was it was a speed based like momentum game and you're a little Mm. robot with one one wheel and you basically just gain momentum and run all over the land and it felt like this was like three years ago and i was like man this Mm. feels like what i would want a sonic game to be if i was gonna play a game that sounds like my jam. I'll yeah, I'll, Steve, I'll send it to you eventually up. when I find it. Um, but it's it's a it's momentum and like you anyway. The long and the short of it is like mm. I have not played and enjoyed a Sonic a 3D Sonic game except for maybe like Sonic Adventures, um, yeah. ever. And I've never been much of a Sonic fan, so like I leave it to that mm. fan base to you know hash out their own yeah. issues with Sega and Nintendo <laughs> and whatever. <laughs> so yes. Cameron, it's, what is it's your five word review for God of War? Everybody is wrong. It's bad. That's the normal Cameron reaction <laughs> to everything. Though. I thought your review was going to be everybody is everybody is wrong but me, <laughs> which is no, pretty much the same. Uh, it's just it's, been your theme this here's year. Here's the thing. No, but oh gosh, with Elden Ring again. Yeah. This is a really interesting conversation to have because I can understand why Elden Ring has got such good ratings. People who yeah. like Dark Souls, oh my gosh, it's. It's like yeah. a d- dream literally come true. I get yeah. it. That game deserves 96s or whatever it's got. The- God of War mm-hmm. Ragnarok is objectively bad. Yeah. Like, if you, put, if you put 10, I don't know, graduated English major professors mm-hmm. who knew all about how to write good things and in a mm-hmm. room and have them read the script to God of War Ragnarok, they'd be like, yeah, this shit sucks. Like, wh- what? <laughs> well, this is horrible. So Who your complaint this? is yeah. that with both the story that it's choosing to tell and the storytelling itself? Yeah, dude. Well, the story that it's choosing to tell is actually pretty decent. It's a story about Ragnarok. It's a story about Odin and, and Thor. And it, it, there's moments where you're like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then it's like one of the guys will go YOLO or something and it's like, okay, well, that was really Wait, do they literally written. do that? No, but like wh- okay. one of the one of the lines is literally Kratos punches a chest open because that's what he does. Um, one of the characters goes... <laughs> <laughs> one of the characters goes why are you wasting your time on treasures and, and atreus goes my dad likes loot and it's like oh okay who yeah, wrote that okay. anthony birch anthony Ca- birch wrote that cameron okay. i think i think you might just dislike children <laughs> i mean that's that's true <laughs> however atreus is a teenager now so he's not a child anymore and everyone dislikes teenagers that's true, including teenagers. Including I think. teenagers. Um, <laughs> teenagers scared yeah. the living. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. God of War Ragnarok is, is really bumming me out, unfortunately. So, well, Ben, do um, you have a video game breakup story to tell us? Video game breakup story? Like, well, where w- this whole thing began with Steven saying he was his relationship with Sonic was on the rocks, and then Cameron's oh, no. relationship with Kratos is on the rocks. And I'm wondering if you're having any trouble in your video game love life. Um, I just got out of a rough patch with a video game. 
Oh, which one? The, oh. Uh, so, every, so you know, roughly every, I think it's every nine months they release a new set in TFT. Um, no, it's mm. it's a, it's every six months, and then every three they switch it up. And last set was just so boring. Um, mm. Basically, they released dragons and the I'm dragons. Sorry, TFT is Team Fight Tactics. Yes, the that's the that's the, the League of Legends auto battler. Oh, yes. or auto chess. About Team Fortress. Oh, See, this no. is why. This <laughs> is so why I need clarification for those among us who don't team play the Fortress video games. Thank, thank you, Brian. I really appreciate that you saved me. You're that. welcome. Um, but yeah, no. The last set was really boring. The dragons each individually took up uh, two two total slots on your team, so you'd hit level mm. eight and then be playing four units. And I saw someone post a meme about it on Twitter where they said. Um, you play four units and then watch one unit's health bar for 30 seconds because that's yeah. all you were doing is just watching, waiting for one guy to do his thing. Oof. Um, And this one is way more fun. And like, they've, oh, it good. feels like they're, they're honing it and like getting it to like every single time they try new things. They're like, okay, that didn't work. So let's get rid of the thing that didn't work and keep the thing that did, yeah. you know, game design. Yeah. I heard an interesting statistic about um, team fight tactics. Oh, what that- is it? Well, it's the most popular auto battler by far. Oh yeah, um, it killed Underlords. Like Underlords, Underlords it's been, is yeah, it's dead. It's essentially, been two yes. years wow. since they released a, uh, an update for that. Like, isn't that insane? Yep. That's crazy to me. Yeah, and the 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 actual Dota two mod is like not terribly popular anymore either. Everybody either went to team team fight tactics or um, Dota or keeps battle, coming up whatever. with ideas, and then Lee grips them off, and then Dota dies. It's like, yeah, well, let's do a for the Dota card game. No, let's do a Dota auto battler. No, and League's like, look at our successful card game and our successful auto battler. Okay, well, yeah, it's like, true. The, the Dota card game was way, had too high of a learning curve. And that, they, they hey, I will defend, front, like, I will defend that game to my grave. I loved Artifact, man. I yeah, thought so that game was cool. That, like, the game itself was cool, but whenever you are entering a space and in competition and you charge an upfront fee and you make the learning curve that difficult, you're not going to be able to maintain a player base. And like, I yeah. sound like a professional and like I know what I'm talking about, but I don't. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Great. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, when um, you so mentioned- have you been filling your time? With, oh, sorry, Brian. Um, have okay. you been filling your time that you didn't like Teamfight Tactics with Snap? Is that what you've yes, been filling your time with? Yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. That's why I've played so much of this game. <laughs> I have heard universally only glowing things about that game. Snap is great. I didn't it's like really it at first, game. and I, I turned around on it. Yeah, um, you, you sure. actually did do a, almost a three sixty. You were like, I hate this game and everything about it. No, not not quite that well, bad. Pool but- one is pretty boring. Honestly, it and it I is. had I didn't realize that how the pools worked, and I didn't realize how much more interesting it would get when you got more cards. Yeah, and and for anyone who doesn't know, Marvel Snap is the mobile collectible card game released by yeah. uh, Marvel Studios, right? So it has all of your favorite yeah. characters and X Men, and uh, games last between two and four minutes. Decks are yeah. twelve cards total. It's yep. it's very so it's a very very condensed, very quick. Um, I should have done the math. That with uh, Cameron's relationship to the South Park, he would absolutely uh, gravitate toward this game as well. Yep. <laughs> oh, and you yeah. know what's funny? I thought that it would 
make me stop playing my South Park game because the South Park game actually cut support. <laughs> They're no longer doing anything in it with it. Wow. Oh, um, wow. Okay. And so I was like, all right, switching over to Marvel Snap. Pr- pretty good timing, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. No, playing them both. <laughs> oh, no. That's sad. <laughs> Just switching back and forth between both of them. I still, there's yeah. something really fun about that South Park it's game. It's like someone's, um, I'm going to start vaping to stop smoking, and they're just doing both. <laughs> it's not that bad. Thank you very much. It's not great. Um, so wait, it, what wait, made wait, me laugh wait, about Cameron, the... Cameron, were you just getting defensive? Is that what I heard? I am always defensive, Ben. Okay, gotcha. What do you even mean? That's I'm true. always I don't even angry. detect it anymore. It's just Cameron being Cameron. I, um... I had to laugh, and then I realized it wasn't actually funny. It made sense when I saw the new bundle in Snap for seventy five hundred gold, oh my God. which is a hundred dollars. Then I realized, dollars. But then I realized I have been dumping all my gold into just buying credits. The, the free gold you get, I bet you I would have like five thousand gold if I hadn't yeah, been spending it all on yeah. useless crap. So it's not really yeah. that outrageous of a bundle, honestly. Um, but yeah, that that game is. I've quite been enjoying that. I I took a break. Well, I didn't take a break. I slowed down this season mm-hmm. compared to the first one, yeah. um, and I I still actually finished season pass, but I mm-hmm. I only played when there was stuff I to do. Something that would probably be smart to do is just buy the season pass at the end of a season. That's what yes. I did. Yes. That's what played. I did oh, yeah. this year. Is I got. Yeah. To I'm sure level, people have thought yeah. of for season pass games before. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's not a just, quite a new thought, but I appreciate it. Just it. <laughs> struck me as someone who never who yeah. never plays season pass games. I'm like, oh. Still um, everything. Not not to do a horrible 180, but mm. I really, capitalism. Oh, I mean that that is a 180. I would be happy to do <laughs> this one. I was feeling bad about. I wanted oh, okay. to actually talk to Stephen about uh, Sonic Frontiers for just a second. Um, mm. I know that you've pro- Stephen. Are you there? Oh yeah, I'm I'm like on the edge of my seat. Okay, so I know you probably talked about it a lot, but like, did you ever play um any of the old Ratchet and Clank games? Yeah, I played uh, the first one. Did you did you play enough of them to get to like r- grind rail sections? If I, I have, I am. Very I, I know what you're talking about, Ben. Yeah, so, I've seen Ratchet do the same. Yeah, we we played that. that on the PS3. Okay, home, because like in in like some of the newest Ratchet and Clank games, the general movement of Ratchet and Clank is really fun in a 3D space. They do really well with the grind rail sections. Um, and I've heard some complaints about. Uh, or not complaints. I've heard some people say goods and bads about use the use of those in Sonic Frontiers, and I just wanted to get your general mm-hmm. thoughts about specifically that mechanic. If you haven't, sp- if you have already spoken about it, tell me to listen to the episode again. Uh, no, this is new territory. Let's All let's right. get grinding. As yeah, I always you say, you could also you could almost say it's a new frontier. Well, um, that's an interesting question, Ben. Everybody, please bring out your notebooks. It's time no. for <laughs> Sonic 101. <laughs> it's Sonic's school house. house. Yep. Okay. There we go. We got to it. Um, so I actually think that the rail grinding is one of the best things that this game does. Okay. Um, it's always been a really fun feature that has been around since like 2002 when Sonic Adventure 2 came out. Um, and... I think that to me, if you're going to make a successful formula for not just in a Sonic game, for, for any kind of like uh, kind of parkour style trick based game, there are two like elements that are 
clashing against each other and they need to have a good tension which to me is the fluidity so you need to like feel cool transitioning into things and it's if you see something like you see a rail while you're flying through the air you want to just be able to land on it right yeah absolutely okay the other part though is the technical manual quality of it if everything is uh, you know how like some games, uh, especially the like PlayStation Two platformers, like Sly Cooper, were yeah. really bad about this, where they would just magnet you to a surface. You just generally press a stick in the right direction, like you know the Tomb Raider. Context game sensitive went crazy. Context like, Assassin's sensitive. Creed Assassin's, did it a ton. Yeah, Assassin's Creed yeah. is a good touchstone. Um, and so you you did not find that fun and don't think it would go well plastered onto the Sonic formula. Correct. Because to me, then the game starts playing itself. You have to have the fear of failure. Because if you don't, if you just know everything is going to work, then you don't have that tension anymore that it won't. (laughs) Gotcha. Okay. So that manual element is so key for. for And then I would add on to that. It also gives you more freedom where it's like, I bet I could nail this really tricky jump by jumping off of this loop midway and just barely using my dash to reach the grind, and I did it, and it's awesome. Oh, okay. And so, it so just glues like, okay. you, yeah. So, so the, the game itself giving you the physics engine to work with and enough freedom to break it so that it's not auto-playing itself, like, that's, that's the part that you find fun. Definitely. I think okay. so, but it has, it has to be, like, combined with feeling yeah. good at the same time. And freakishly, I think this game does a pretty good job with that. So, like, watching... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to pivot to something slightly broader again. So, Ben, if you had something more to say on that, I will just... My last thought on this is that watching people play the Sonic Frontiers game, my only thought was, like, man, it looks like movement, moving around in this, is pretty responsive and it looks fun. And I bet Mm. that if they gave, like, if this game had community support... It would like they could take yeah. this physics engine and do a lot yep. with it. That was my it initial will. thought. It will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, so I, guess I don't check. think any games have as much community support as Sonic games in terms of like modding and and or very few, I should say. And fan art. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a different type of community support. Um, hey, they are passionate fans. All right. That's so. That's the our thing I was going to say on the because I find the idea of game feel super interesting. So I was curious. What would all of us say best feeling game to play of all time for our, just personally, the one that you oh, feel man. like Smash if you want to go back to a game and it's like, this just feels absolutely something. perfect. Um, I talked over you because I, I knew my answer already. I said Super Smash Brothers. Oh, which, which, one? which one? I gotta be Melee. haven't played Melee in a long time. Yeah, It's either Melee or the latest one. Ultimate? Okay. Ben? I, uh... I, I'm go ahead, Stephen, or or SSX three. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> well, you stole my answer there, so. <laughs> nice. Um, I realize that I don't play games to push buttons. Like I don't play games yeah. that require you fast play, reaction. You play times. games to win. I play games to win and to um, <laughs> like, yeah, to master the systems. And if I can interact with a game cerebrally more than I can, uh. Mm-hmm physically i think that that so like maybe so you're not interested in mastering the system of movement because that's a lot right. of what makes game feel fun you want to master like numbers and yeah like and a little bit but like conceptual hades so like hades is a really good example of a game that plays like feels really good to play but mm-hmm. also the amount of uh aim assist in that game is bonkers like right. that game magnetizes mm-hmm. your shots and slices to enemies immensely um yeah. so like i don't know like i don't ever feel like i mastered like i feel like i put a yeah. ton of time into that game but i don't ever feel like i mastered the yeah. movement itself yeah well a question about that 
Um, have you played Vampire Survivors? I have not. Is that the new oh, mobile top down game? Play that. That it's not feels mobile. like a bin game. It's PC only, but okay. So I've I've literally I haven't played it, nor have I seen gameplay of it. But I've heard mm. people talk about you it. You have a lot. the authority take on this, so go for yeah, it. Yes, so I know what I'm talking about. Everyone, pull out your notebooks again. Um, <laughs> from what I no. understand, that is a game all about dodging stuff. Is that correct? You just run oh, around. Yeah, no, it's a shmup. Like I've seen shmup like yeah. this before. Yeah, but you're not even like like you play it with one hand, right? Like it's a it's super focused on that thing. Do you think that Hades is trying to say a lot of the technical challenge is going to come from bullet helling rather than Aiming? precision shooting? Yes, like, I, 100%. You're, it's much more about dodging things in Hades and then yeah. knowing when you can get attacks in, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but yeah. we, we had not finished the list. So, Brian, you were SSX? So, Ben, your answer was Oh, sorry. Hades? I think yeah, like it might be, it might be zoo, it might be a uh, roller coaster tycoon. Who knows? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <Roller coaster laughs> That's tycoon not an answer I would expect ever. Had just man, really, I just love like it felt really good. spreadsheets, man. And like I mean, those, the they, first one. The, yeah, the first plus like I love they, that the hot first game. Yeah, that the hot keys that they had built into that. Like I felt so <laughs> okay. fluid playing that game. Like maybe sure. it was the height of Civ Civ Five for me. I don't know, man. Interesting that's answers. An, All right, yeah, that's, uh, that's Cameron. A, what cool about you? Perspective. <sighs> I my answer is probably like objectively wrong. Um, okay, that's Resident, is it Resident Evil. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's a that's an answer. That game is to me essentially like playing a stick of butter i yeah. love how that yeah. game feels yeah. and it's so perfectly designed around every single movement that you have available to you yep. which is where the new one looks like shit because yeah. it's not yeah. um i'm not angry it's fine wow. also yeah, Cameron warned us he was going to be in a feisty mood <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah destiny is also the best shooter ever created yeah. Um, there's just literally no shooter that even yeah. comes anywhere close to the fun. The only reason that game exists, everything about that game sucks essentially, except the shooting is so good. <laughs> I mean, I can agree with half of that statement. Uh. <laughs> and then, um, Mario World is easily the best yeah. platformer. Just it's oh. unbelievable. Celeste. Does Celeste? Celeste is really good. Here's my problem with Celeste. Um, I don't like having a button you have to toggle. And that's mm. what you have to do with the grab button on Celeste. Mm. Um, it's too many mm. inputs. My my brain, yeah. my monkey brain, can't handle jump, dash, and dash in a specific direction, and thing. grip. Yeah. Um, and so what ends up happening is I always just hold the grip button, which that's works. kind of like a run is button like... in Mario for me, honestly. Well, no. See, that's interesting because that's actually not the problem. The run button has never bothered me in Mario. It's when you add yeah. another button. Right. That's when things go wrong. So if you're just running and jumping, so yeah. pressing forward, holding run, and pressing yeah. A to jump, that yeah. all works fine. Yeah. But then you add one more button press, and the whole thing yeah. goes to crap, and yeah. it's impossible to control anymore, and I just yeah. hold a button down. Yeah. But your answer have, have for uh, and how you describe Resident Evil, that's pretty much exactly SSX 3 for me, which is a snowboarding mm -hmm. game. And normally I'm not a big fan of sports or extreme sports games, but I've been playing that a bunch this last month. And nice. going back to it again, and it just, ah, it feels absolutely perfect. And it's it's sometimes hard to put into words why exactly, but I think it was a lot of what you were talking about earlier, Stephen, where like, the input in that game is incredibly manual where like everything yes. you get to twist in exactly the way you want. 
and everything very very little of it is automated like i'm sure there's some mm-hmm. auto aim and like stuff there's that feeling of you can rails. you start to twist in the air but yeah. then you hold the other direction and you can stall yeah and so you're you can like stall out and then suddenly flip back into yeah. the next trick yeah but then the programming wizards at ea yeah. somehow made it just feel butter smooth yeah every time you you know yeah. land it that is exactly Perfect. what yeah. i think about was before is yeah. that every every t- again I, you know when you look at it from a thousand yard view it looks like this clunky thing where you have to press a button to run and yeah. you have to stand and shoot but every maneuver that you can do in that game has a reason to do it and yeah, yeah, yeah. moving between all of those functions yeah feels amazing exactly. when you when you know exactly what every yep. button and press and thing and you know step backwards and step forwards slowly yeah. and clunkily but when yeah. you know what's going to happen and you know yes. it works and it all flows together it's yeah. perfect that's a really good way to put it game feel of being when you can see in your mind exactly what you want to do and then you you plan it out and then you take the actions and that exact thing happens that is so satisfying and that yeah. can't happen if it's overly automated, but it also can't happen if it's impossible to do. And so if it's, it's way too manual. Spot. Yeah. Yeah. It's that sweet spot of I allowing mean, you to come up with these plans and then see them happen. And then if they also look cool, it's, it's bonus. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious though, to jump back to Celeste for a second, mm-hmm. did you by chance like poke around in the accessibility options? Cause I, I wouldn't be Steven also hasn't could... played this game, but he knows everything about it. <laughs> I have Steven, watched documentaries on it. Yeah, Steve, Steven's watched design docs and uh, exactly. the, the, yeah, Here's the, the thing about Celeste, right? And I have I have destroyed Celeste. That's a very, very good game. It might have been my game of the year whenever I played it. Um thing about Celeste is it's designed in such a way where making a small mistake like not holding the sprint button, I'm sorry, the grab button wrong for just a millisecond doesn't matter because you're immediately starting over and doing it again the whole point of the game is failure mm-hmm. rep- repetition to kind of meat boy into success yeah. so it doesn't really matter that the controls don't work super well all the time because you're expected to fail once in a while or well i mean in some of the later levels you're expected to fail all the time it's very super meat boy in that sense and so Yes, there's probably an accessibility button where you don't have to hold a trigger down to grab onto the wall, but it doesn't really matter if I'm always holding. It doesn't feel amazing to always hold the grab button. It doesn't feel like I'm mastering the controls, but you you don't have to mm. master the controls to win. You just have to grind your face against it. Eventually, you'll beat it just kind of like, again, like in Super Meat Boy. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. So it's not like a direct, like, a direct obstacle to your enjoyment it just seems unnecessary correct yeah no celeste's fun is in again i would i would almost compare super meat boy and celeste one to one the fun of those games are to sit there and explode your your little meat guy in a saw for an Mm. hour until you do it the right way where you don't explode into meat celeste is very similar yeah there's a neon white rank for i was gonna ask that You, you just beat me to it brian Oh, that that is literally my game of the year, guys. I love wow. that game. Neon White yeah. is interesting because it definitely combines aspects of Celeste or you yeah. know Me Boy, but it also has that incredibly. It feels like 
when you first start playing that game, you almost feel like the game is actually too floaty. And that's actually what yeah. I thought at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was mm-hmm. when you Brian, you came to me and you were like, I yep. think you'd like this game. And I was yep. like, what does Brian know? I hate this game. It looks it looks like crap. Yep. Um, because everyone looked floaty and it looked like you kind yeah. of just hovered in the air and everything was imprecise. But when you yep. learn exactly how much weight you have suddenly the whole world unlocks mm. and you're like oh it was designed yeah. around having just a little bit of float and then you yeah. smash into the ground and then you run at full speed you know um yep. so yeah all that to say to say neon white is a very very good game feel of a game yeah. and it's designed around that it's designed yeah. around going as fast as possible and that game doesn't have the problem with the too many buttons things it, mm. it gets pretty complicated towards the end but yeah. there's essentially no universe where you don't have to hold shift um yeah so you you know you're always sprinting so there's yeah. no there's no problem there yeah. so that's a good yeah. one i love that, that game. is <laughs> yeah that is very impressive game i should play it again actually <laughs> i'm gonna play yeah. it right now i'm gonna it's play definitely it again <laughs> very close to the top of my list of games that i want to play all right, yeah, y'all, y'all so convince good. me. I'll grab it uh, after if it's on sale. I'll grab it now. It was if... just on sale. Guys. Oh yeah, I could see. <laughs> I could see you getting very competitive with that bin, and Cameron ben, could use someone to knock him off. The here is what I will say: there is a level at towards the end of Neon. Uh, all this, I'm giving this to all of you guys actually, because I gave it to some of my other friends too. There's a level. I can't remember what level it is. I will. If this becomes an issue, I will find the level where I was ranked number ten in the world in time. If you beat that level and you beat my time, I will buy the game for you. I will I will refund you the twenty dollars it costs. Oh, you know yeah. what? Actually, that that's the best motivator I've heard in years. I'm yeah. Ben's gonna do. Ben will do anything for him. This is one way to yes. I will spend. I will buy you a twenty dollars game on Steam or whatever you want. I'll buy you twenty dollars in in so ben, Marvel. Find snap a way points. to play ne- to crack neon white, and you could earn twenty bucks by doing this. Here's the deal: I've only ever I've I've only ever earned earned money playing one video game, and that was Super Smash Brothers Brawl. This oh, could yeah. this would take that number up to two. <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm seriously. I would I would totally love it if someone would beat my scores because I get I get so competitive and I was actually like, yeah. hey Brian, hey Brian, hey Brian, play Neon yeah. White and beat my scores, Brian. Hey Brian, <laughs> and he was like, stop talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did it once, and then like an hour later, you beat that one, and you're like, do it um, again, and I'm like, Cameron. <laughs> see, ah, yeah. Ben says that he doesn't. <laughs> He doesn't play games to push buttons. Yeah. But Brian plays games to push Cameron's buttons. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Which is why I was going to say the worst game feel I've had is Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's see, funny. Now I just, but now I know you're you're lying, yeah. so it's fine. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I, I, could, I could say that the worst uh, spirit feel was the Resident Evil games for sure. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> no, that, I don't blame terrible. you there. Yeah. Uh, I still need to finish Inscription. I haven't played it since we last had a podcast. Oh, that game is yes. terrible. I mean, uh, what? Well, I didn't say anything. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember your opinion on that. Now, did you play it, Ben? Uh, no, I watched a, an entire. Oh, oh it's scary. I remember listen. this now. Yeah. Okay, now <laughs> I remember say. all of your opinions. I need not talk <laughs> <Yeah>. to you. <laughs> I need not talk to you. Is that the yeah. wow? This podcast. I only so talk to people to get their opinions. Once I have them, they're useless to me. Right, but, <laughs> but, but, like, we could really streamline this process, Brian. Like we could come on here and just each record like a, a ten to fifteen minute segment of all of our opinions yeah. on certain things, oh. and then just <laughs> never have to speak to each other. That would be great. Yeah, Ben. No, I think just... Brian and 
Brian enjoys pretending like he's having a conversation, but really uh-huh. he's just gathering opinions. So he has, yeah. to, have, yeah, he has to have that <laughs> non. Yeah, everyone, get out your notebooks again. <laughs> We're not doing Sonic 101. We're doing. We're writing a lot of notes today, guys. <laughs> See, it, the the thing is, my delight is not feigned. If, if you yeah. ask me hyper specific questions about Sonic the Hedgehog, I will be ready because, yeah. like, I have, I have written and recorded an hour long essay on the music to sonic adventure 2 before i believe oh, it and awesome. you were so excited to that. do it yeah, that seems yep, short do if anything <laughs> um all right something that i need to do here though that we did not have an opportunity to book to do before is okay. ask benjamin how are you ben it's not often that I hear my full name from my male friends. That caught me fully off guard. <laughs> wait, is, wait, is that a male-female divide? Uh, like my like my female friends will occasionally say it, but like I just almost never hear any of my male friends use my full name. It's just like oh. I don't dislike. It. I love being called Benjamin. Like I, I, yeah. I it brings me a lot of joy. Um, right. But well, anyway, I usually I... call you Benji myself. Yeah, no, uh, Benji, <laughs> Benny, I'm call Bear, you Benny Buh. Bug. Like, I, I, there are so many ways to make my name All right, easy, Benny easy and fun. Just buh. I like buh. Just buh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but how, how am I? I'm doing fine. Um, I leave in uh, six hours with my son to head to the airport, and we're flying to Kansas City for a week and a half to see my family. Oh, oh that's cool. cool. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be good. But uh, how am I doing? Uh, physically, I'm tired mentally uh, and intellectually i feel stimulated emotionally feel pretty stable and spiritually still questioning but doing okay <laughs> oh wow we got, i love this detailed response that oh, was great sorry so i like that that's actually something that i always do with my partners and people in my life it's like it's like hey let's do an emotional check-in and it's how are you doing physically emotionally intellectually and spiritually i this freaking is a new love segment. that this, this is, is awesome. a new segment idea how yeah. have we never known you've done this before this is amazing <laughs> i you know it's a good point i i generally save it for romantic relationships but and maybe it was just being called benjamin maybe that i was about to say i triggered it (laughs) physically what were the what were the four again physically physically intellectually emotionally and spiritually emotionally spiritually well spiritually is not going to change much day to day cameron yeah how are are you (laughs) i am physically exhausted intellectually feeling really great emotionally feeling very confused and spiritually it's pretty much a man across the board And that's never going to change? The spiritually part's not going to change, no. Oh, <laughs> he's He's that, been there since high school. See? <laughs> Pretty uh, much. I, I have so many co- so many thoughts, but Brian, we're, we're going through. Uh, Brian, how oh, are, are we, you feeling? Okay, I was just curious about Cameron, but I guess I can ask Steve. No, we can catch, we can catch up in a second. I want to hear the Kelly brothers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, is it my turn? Um, yeah. Oh, I should try this with Sonic. I think that would really help. Wait, um, no, no. <laughs> answer the question, Stephen. <laughs> Um, uh, physically, a, a, a little tired and having a hard time keeping my eyes open, but I'm in good health. Uh, em, em, emotionally, Here, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Oh, there. Okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just put them in Discord. Okay, physically, just describe that one. Intellectually, I would say evened out right now. Uh, emotionally, mm-hmm. great. Spiritually, yeah. awesome. Whoa! Hell, awesome. Yeah. awesome, yeah, that's crazy. I'm at one with existence. Wow, Dude, that's, that is so. That's dope. What? That's crazy. Yep, Brian. How about you, Brian? Um, physically, um, pretty tired, but got more energy talking to you guys. Um, sorry, I I don't have my glasses on, and I'm having to intellectually. To read this. Uh, intellectually, uh, quite quite stimulated recently. Pretty good. Uh, emotionally, 
uh, drained. Um, and spiritually, um, not bad. Okay. okay. Sorry, sorry to spring this on you and extend the podcast length, but yeah, that, that okay. made me really happy. <laughs> I love this. We're going to do this literally from now on. Oh it's, my yes, God. it's our new team building exercise. I'm going to pin do. this message so we don't lose this it. This goes with the trust falls, which is always hard to do over Discord. Oh my gosh. Guys, you know what this routine will be called? What will oh. be called? Pies. 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 Okay. P I E S. Physical, intellectual, oh. emotional, spiritual. Yeah. That's okay, very, guys, tell me about your pies. Tell me about your pies today. How your pies make, make a pies chart to track it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Guys, I, I will say that it's been a very interesting week and a half for me. Uh, I have been incredibly social. Uh, this, this yeah, today. Yeah, you're like hyper. Mm-hmm today i just feel the emotional hyperness coming off of you yeah the um, like i said i think i said confused emotionally that is a real good word for what that is because this is day nine straight of being social in some way being in doing things with people it's weird to to see the extroverted side of cameron which i've always known is there but rarely gets watered yeah Uh, it exists watered (laughs) <laughs> it's like a cactus it doesn't need to water, be watered that often but once in a mm-hmm. while it really would like a big drink but don't See, touch um, it it'll poke you it I will think, absolutely murder you yes <laughs> i think that this analogy actually works i'm not gonna make make this long but like i think that into uh, that introverts um they're like comparing it to plants is fine i think for extroverts it's almost always going to be compared to other man- like living animals right? like, <laughs> you gotta water your introvert you've got to fucking run and ru- <laughs> run and walk and feed and rest your extrovert right. like cameron could could conceivably be a cactus but i can only think of ben as a flabbergasted squirrel yeah, absolutely you know matter of fact i think it's time i think it's time to change my name to to cactus oh, oh we're changing one oh, i great. enjoyed spice weasel he yeah. was fun Goodbye, i don't know how to do this weasel. i don't know how um we'll figure it out slash, yeah, slash thanks out. everyone yeah for... that seemed like a good way to end the episode does anyone else have anything really cool to say Oh, oh, I was going to say, listeners, write in how you're feeling physically, intellectually, yeah, emotionally, and spiritually. Complete the pies uh, in the comments. And good for you. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Stephen. Uh, you're welcome. I'm Stephen. I'm the host now. So I would like to end this episode formally. <laughs> Thanks, Ben, for coming. You're, you're welcome. Hey. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank I, you, I, Cameron. I don't know where I fall. <laughs> Uh, you're... You know what? It's over. It's over. Cactus? 